everybody and welcome to the first official episode of my new podcast, That's Gossip. My name is Joe. I am a 24-year-old man, gay man, living up in London. And I've decided to make a little podcast to share my thoughts, my feelings about all the things that I enjoy in the world. So this podcast is going to be all about pop culture, LGBTQIA+ plus culture and it's just gonna be a bit of fun really i'm gonna have guests every week and discuss things that are going on in the world discuss tv film drag music there's so much that i want to talk about and i just thought why not no time like the present no time like a lockdown and for the first episode i will be joined by my sister my sister amy and we are going to be discussing all things girl band so let's go let's get on with the episode and i hope you enjoy How are you? Hello. <laughs> how, how are you? <laughs> it's so awkward. It's literally so awkward because you're literally my sister and I feel like I'm interviewing you. Well, I'm okay. Thanks. Good You've got to abused know. by a turf this week, but other than that, I'm cool. Yeah, I mean, you know what? You're not an ally until you've been abused by a turf. That is what I'll say. So you're officially part of the community. So welcome. Well, I'll get my badge now. i get my badge now. badge. You think you deserve one after what you've been through, but that's a story yeah. for another time, I think. Yeah. So do you want to introduce yourself to everybody listening to what I think is going to be the first episode of That's Gossip? Yeah. Hi, everyone. I'm Amy. My brother is Joe, who you all know, who is your host. I am four years older than Joe, but we are basically twins. I'm a marketing manager. I do marketing for a small company in Liverpool, and I've been in Liverpool now for nine years. Yeah, I'm just doing my thing. So obviously, <laughs> you're here today as a very qualified person for the topic, I think. To I think I, I've got, you know, A star, A star, A star on this. Absolutely. Of all the people that I know, if I say the word girl bands, my head goes straight to you. Like, that's mm-hmm. like legit, not even just because you're my sister. Like, I actually think you know the most about girl bands out of all the people that I know. Fantastic. Which, yeah, fun. So it's sounding like I'm about to quiz you. It's like you're looking like, um, what's the one you sit in this chair and you have to pick like a topic of that man's girl bands. And I'm like, so tell me, Jerry Halliwell's middle name, go on. But that's like, not about I feel like Cheryl Hall. I feel like that's <laughs> oh, kind of bar, though. <laughs> to be fair, I don't know her personally, but she definitely knows a bit more about girl bands than you do. No, I know. Oh, my my knowledge doesn't extend much past Little Mix, though. So we'll, it'll be interesting to see what I what. About yeah, I remember you being like an avid Spice Girls fan when we were younger. Yeah, that's true. I mean, who wasn't? Know your stuff. I know you did. I am a baby at heart. That's very true. Very very true. Was that who you choose if you had to be one of the five? Yeah, obviously. I'm just, not obvious. Not obviously for people that haven't don't know what I look like. But I think any blonde. It's just a law that you have to be baby. That is true. I suppose it goes hand in hand. Really, I don't know who I'd be. I don't really know if I fit any of the stereotypes of the Spice Girls, to be honest. Um, I'm thinking sporty. I really am. <laughs> I, to, be fair, to be fair, I could see you as a baby as well, but I don't want you to take her. No, you can have baby. I'll be something else, but I just don't know who, because I'd say baby's like my favourite as well. I always just resonated with anyone that was blonde in a band. Like when I was like seven years old, I, I was just so narrow-minded about everything. So I was like, I was Hannah in S Club. I was Joe in, um, no, yeah. <laughs> No, Hannah in S Club. I was Claire, Claire and Steph. So I was <laughs> in Queen. And I was Molly in the Saturdays, which I regret now. I've always resonated with Perry. It's just, I've always gone for the blonde. I don't know why. I'm so narrow-minded. Like, I'm not even an ally to anyone. No, but like I, like, I feel like everyone tends to go for the person that they look like, which is why it's hard for me, because obviously being a brown-haired white boy, I could be anybody, <laughs> <laughs> like, literally any boy, but I could be like, well, I resonate with all five of them, apart from the fact that they are straight and I am not. But you know what? 
take it where we can. <laughs> so I'm going to start with just a quick question on the spot. You okay. have to tell me now who your favourite girl band of all time is and why. And this is from birth until now. It's not just your current favorite. Like if you had to roll it all into one, who your favourite girl band ever is and why. Yeah, Little Mix, like by far, easily. Like I love, I love all the girl bands from my childhood, but mainly for nostalgic reasons, whereas Little Mix have been... I don't know. I love them. I love them like I like they're my sisters. Um, I get that like, with them though. Like obviously because yeah. I feel like not so much you, but maybe a bit more me. Like grown up with them, like from watching them go from literal children on TV to what they are now, I genuinely feel like a proud dad. And like I'm younger than them, and they don't know who I am. But I do. I do feel like I grew up with them in a way, and also because they're very similar to my age as well. That's like true. obviously, I just missed the boat being the fifth member. Absolutely. <laughs> I am and I don't know I just feel like they're my friends or my sisters and that sounds really deranged coming from me who's like a 27 year old person who's never met any of them before but <laughs> I just really do feel a connection to them and I love them and I love the Spice Girls you know they were huge to me when I was little now it's just yeah the girls I love them absolutely but I think them. with them as well I think the whole like feeling like they're your friends thing is like really true because I think they're just like not normal obviously because they're very successful multi-millionaires but they just seem like normal girls like I, you could put them in a room with us and I think we just have like a very good time there's no like oh they're celebrities oh gosh I just feel like they're very legit which I love about oh, do you remember I don't know if you want to keep this in you when you came out to me you literally the way you came out the way you came out to me was like as you know I love Little Mix so yeah and I was like, so I yes, I like boys. That was your precursor to coming out. It was, yeah, obviously, I like Little Mix, so naturally that means I'm gay. I mean, <laughs> not to be a stereotype and to say that if you like Little Mix and you're a boy, that you're gay, but I just feel like it's a great gateway to being like, so, you know how yeah. I'm really into this girl band? Let's think about that. Like, yeah boys and being like girl power yeah I'm gay <laughs> you didn't know I remember yeah, that like, really magic, well. like magic my favorite song like obviously I'm obviously gay. I'm gay sorry I've watched Little <laughs> Mix on TV once I'm gay but I just love hey. that I feel like they're um they're, they've been a big bonding thing for me and you as well so that's another reason why I like them so much I completely they're agree one, yeah they're one of the main things in our relationship that we're like we love so much and we do it all together and like it's that's true it's we like go one of concerts together we always like um when the albums come out we always do like a little review to each other i feel like we have a lot of interest in common but i feel like little mix is the one where we don't really like differ like our opinions are the same on the girls and we never like have to like fight be like well i like this song i like this song i feel like we just yeah. we love everything that they do which i think is yeah. fun i think everyone feels that way about them i feel like Obviously, they've mm. got some random avid haters out there, but I feel like 99% of the public just do love them because they just seem so sweet. Well, Piers Morgan hates them, and so does all the mums that don't like their kids seeing them in underwear, but... Yeah, but, like, boo-hoo. Like, no. I don't want to see Piers Morgan in his underwear, so, you know, <laughs> what can we do about that, really? And I just think, obviously, Piers Morgan, awful person for so many reasons, but, like, just, okay, he says that, and it's just like, well, I'm embarrassed for you. Like, you're what you're showing the kind of person that you are and it's just a bit grim like bullying literal not teenage girls but bullying girls in their 20s when he's like a gammon at the age of like 75 or whatever he is it's just a bit gross well it makes me love them more that's the thing the more hate they get and the way they react to it which i always think is very like professional and like very and not like ah, fuck you fuck you they're all very like we don't care you know like yeah the more they do that the more i love them and i think everyone's the same and so going off that off the bat, straight away, tell me your favourite Love Mix song of all time. Didn't, didn't, I didn't pre-warn you about this one because I wanted to know off the bat what it is. You didn't pre-warn me about this one. I would say I have, can I do top three? Okay. I'll allow it. 
I think I would say now, and this is this is quite big because it's a new one, but I do think that Sweet Melody is my favourite now. I, I mean, it's just a banger. I agree. Like, I think I could say that Sweet Melody is probably like objectively their best song, like in terms of like production, music video, like yeah. being um, good for the charts. It's like literally yeah, their best song, yeah. yeah. Well, I don't so, think because it's recent you should be like, oh, like, let it be. Breakup Song was my most played song of last year, but I think that's because we got it so much sooner than we got the album. And I still love that song, but it's a great I song. think Sweet Melody is the best one off the new album. And I really love Monster and Me. That's one of my favourites. That's such a... Is an emo? I'm such an indie light. It's yeah, you're like underground when it comes to Little Mimics. <laughs> <laughs> Monster and Me and Secret Love Song Part 2 of because it's, it is what it is. And that's yeah, like... Yeah. That's their best sentimental song, and that's the that's the song that will always have the most meaning for me. Well, as well. In terms of in terms of bangers, it's got to be Sweet Melody. Oh, so good, isn't it? And I think the thing yeah. with Secret Love Song is that it is in my top three. But like, I feel like if you were to be like, "That's my favorite Little Mix song ever," everyone would be like, "Really? Like all the bangers you got? You go for that? Are you sad? Is everything okay?" <laughs> I'm like, "No, my love's not a secret because I ain't got one. So <laughs> I just like their vocals and think they sound pretty." But like. That's yeah, it, that's so good live though like when you actually go and see them and they do the little thing where they fly over your heads like that it's is very really the best part of the night like no matter what tour it's been on with that for the last like two three since it's been out they're always in the air and I'm like, it's just so cute <laughs> always in the air jade's always crying it's just great to watch it makes me feel like they're singing like directly at me and i'm like there's so many gay men and lesbian women in this room but like they're jade singing to me <laughs> yeah, i'm there like a straight the straight cisgendered white girl like this is about me this is <laughs> yeah, they wrote this song about me and my life like, okay queen go off you do you whatever that's you sleep at night but i just think it's a very special song but now i think that's like a very solid top three and i think with um breakup song like you said because it came so early like it almost feels like it could have come from a different album like, breakup song me i love because it came out like the first week of lockdown and it just started to get a bit sunny outside and i was doing i was working from home and i was working on the balcony and i literally listened to it like I think Spotify did that thing where it was like you listen to this song when it came out 157 times in one day literally. and I was like yes, I was obsessed with it it was That's so good it... I'll always have good memories of that I know not good because we're in lockdown but like I will always remember it and be like I know where I sat on my balcony it was sunny but it was cold and I was like this <laughs> is an absolute banger this is the moment but then you say that you're like oh it's obviously not good memories but we are at the point now where lockdown one is good memories like I'm, yeah I'm, I know I remember when that song came out in lockdown one it was a holiday it was amazing and then the same thing happened with me with holiday it was like on my spotify wrapped it was like this song came out on july 13th you're 103 and was july 13th okay <laughs> 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 thank, thank you for letting me know that i'm deranged <laughs> but no i think yeah. that's a very very solid top three i think it's good to have like the recent ones in it because if you weren't supporting the recent stuff then who are we to say with fans well the one thing i will say about little mix is that i think they've got consistently better like i do every every new album is just right. my favorite i would if i had to order the albums in like my least favorite to most favorite it would be from the oldest to the newest the new confetti is my favorite album they've ever done really like would you do that in the exact order that it goes or like just I, really think, I really think i would yeah i know L i know the first album is my least favorite lm5 was my favorite until confetti came out uh, yeah you're one of those people who like really stand lm5 which i love, I love it it's a great album but i put it like middle of my pack maybe uh, like, yeah like i just i, I do love it. it but i think the thing with Little Mix's albums, which I think have got better with time, is that like one, two, three was like a lot, not a lot, it was like half filler, half great songs. And then with each album, it gets less filler and more bangers. Whereas now, like Confetti, yeah. I think there's like one skip on there for me. Yeah. I only, I only skip it because it's My Love Won't Let You Down, it's depressing. 
I have to skip that one. It makes me so sad, especially <laughs> now everything's happened with like Jesse and stuff. I sit in my room for that on a rainy day in London. Like I'm sad. <laughs> but it is yeah, no, I would. I definitely order them like for, like oldest to newest in terms of my favorite. I think I prefer Glory Days to Get Weird as well. I really don't like saying it because Get Weird's got some good songs on it, but I think Get Weird's my least favorite album. Is it? Yeah, like that has got some filler on it. Like, yeah. Sorry, you know, makes if you ever listen to this, but like, <laughs> there's some filler. Hi, Jane. Hi, Jane. <laughs> Hi, Jane Queen. Oh, but like, there's some there's some songs on there. Not to say I can't stand them, but I don't think Little Mix has a song that I won't listen to. But I think I skip like five, six songs on that album every time I listen to it. No way. Like, OMG, the beginning. I love you. They're all just mm. a bit. I like the beginning. It's cute. It's cute because of what it symbolises in the lyrics, but it's just like, okay, pack it up. Like, if they did that on tour, people would just be a bit like, yeah, okay. To be fair, when I listen to Little Mix, I have a Little Mix Spotify playlist that has all the songs that I deem not to be skipped. So I, I've kind of forgotten yeah. about it. That's the thing. If it's not in my playlist, I won't listen to it. Mm -hmm. And then yeah. I'll have like an odd day where I put on like the This Is Little Mix playlist and something will come on. I'll be like, oh, she's new. Little banger. Yeah, I'm like, well, what's this unreleased track, which was definitely just on the album the whole time. I just don't <laughs> listen to it. I feel like their aesthetic gets better as well. Like um, yeah. album covers, eras if you will as people like to create i feel like at the beginning it was like very all over the shop now it's mm -hmm. like consistent i think from glory days onwards they've had a great like vision with the albums i think well you know their iconic aesthetic from the x factor the only way it's up really from there you really can't get any worse than that but it's almost like to the point where like can that that's not bad like it's their, their standard that they set and that's the most iconic they've ever looked so yeah i agree oh, it was outfits <laughs> not okay <laughs> Not okay. It was a moment though. I remember at the time being like, wow, they look amazing. And they did, but just in their own way. God, I just think it was a great time when we had to like live and just like as time went on slowly and slowly, Jade would just like ditch her bows. It would go from a massive bow tie to a smaller bow tie to a small one to wearing a bow with a badge on it. And she's like, I don't wear them anymore. She's never yeah. seen them again. The second it, was she was very it was very Jojo Siwa of them. Very, very, but like at least Jojo is like making it her brand. Like I'm a, like a young girl. I'm like aiming my thing at children. Like, Jade used to be like, I'm stylish as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Those are really stylish. I'm quirky. And I'm like, queen. <laughs> no, but look at her now. To be fair, they're all fashion icons. I know, you can't fault it. Absolutely. So my next little point that I've got written down is I want to hear from you on it because I can't answer the question. Because I feel like girl bands are staple to gay men and women in terms of when they're growing up. So yeah. as a woman, what importance and influence have girl bands had on you in terms of your own personal growth, like growing up and, you know, like having them as idols? I just don't think I can answer this without sounding really cliche. So you're going to just have to... Be cliche, be cliche. But it's just like the empowerment, like, especially now as a, as a, you're like a woman in my 20s. Yeah. Like, going back to Little Mix again, but like, they make me feel so empowered and... Mm -hmm. The way that they are just like so unapologetically themselves and they do whatever they want in terms of how they dress and they push boundaries and they write songs about feminism and they are activists they go to pride yeah. they do, right. you know they do stuff like with all the different like communities and i just think that 
to see to for me as a woman to see that is amazing but also like we have little sisters and I'm gonna say exactly the same thing yeah me and them growing up listening to little mix like last year we took all the year before God, i can't remember we took our little sister to see little mix for the first time and i was just like these are the role models that i want my little sisters to see because they're fantastic women and they are body positive they're sex positive like they're brilliant allies to the lgbt community they are politically smart they're intelligent like i just i think that they're empowering and I love it and I love the songs that are about women and you know woman's world and Joan of Arc and all that like it's cliche I know it is yeah but yeah, it's I mean, that, I like the yeah. fact like they are models. I listen to them when I'm sad I listen to them when I'm happy I listen to them when I need inspiration and it's not just Little Mix of course like it's all the women I listen to girl bands not girl bands like when I was growing up the Spice Girls were amazing to me I was like wow this is the coolest thing ever as I'm sure most girls my age thought as well like yeah I remember watching Spice World and being like I want to be that when I'm older like that is amazing like their little uh, like baby with her platform shoes and her lollipops I remember being like wow that is like everything that I want to be and it sounds really superficial but very surface level of me to talk about that but I just think that that to me was like the best thing ever when I was younger and it, women in power and women make a statement. I remember seeing Scary in a, the leopard print jumpsuits and stuff. I was like, wow, that's amazing. Like, it's just the coolest thing in the world. And I think the Little Mix have carried that on. And they just, they just pick me up. Like, they sing about and they talk about and they're huge advocates for, like, women. Yeah. And being happy and confident and happy in your skin. Like, look at Strip, like the video for Strip they did. Yeah. Like, that was amazing to me. I was like, right. wow, look at it. Like, if my sister grows up watching that, then I'll be happy because... Yeah. Then, like, on the point of, obviously or little sisters, little girls in general. I just think it's so sad that like, there's still so many parents out there that will look at little mix and be like, oh my God, terrible role models. How dare they, like they're naked on stage, blah, blah, blah. How dare they have skin showing, blah, 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 blah. And it's just so tired. Like they literally could not be nicer people. And yeah. it's so frustrating. I can't imagine being in their shoes and like doing what they can to try and, you know, be advocates for women, women empowerment, being strong, independent women, and then to get the backlash of everyone like, oh my God, your legs are out, you're home. Blah, 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 blah. But that's what makes it even more special that they continue to do it and that they haven't been like, okay, we'll wear like trousers and a, a hoodie on stage. Like yeah, they'll do what they do, they do what they want. And hopefully it means that eventually like there'll be less of those kind of parents and the more that little girls go and see them and the more that they are unapologetically themselves that you know those kind of parents will die out eventually you'd like to think you would like to think and like obviously you want it to happen sooner rather than later but people just like seem to have such trouble getting into their heads and i think it's just sad because imagine being like a little girl that like sees them on tv and say, i'm like i love them i love them i love them and then you like just try and get excited and your parents are like no yeah Allow it. conservative people and parents just cannot bear to see women taking control of their own bodies and their own sexuality and that's that's the bottom line really yeah which i think isn't fair but then also they shouldn't think of it that way like if something is making your child happy then you know yeah. grit your teeth and get on with it and be like okay i support it let's take it to a little miss game it's like that video you know the video that's going viral on twitter of the little boy dancing in the little mix oh, concert. Well, and he was yeah. like, like i that's can't wait like, with like lgbt youth as well like yeah like little boys like that and little girls like are, i don't know confused they don't know like what's going on and then they go and it's just like that escapism and it's that like happy place and they feel welcomed and they feel accepted in that environment and that's lovely to me yeah, fully. And that actually leads me on to my next point. Obviously, you say how it's like escapism because it's all like, you know, happy, uplifting music, blah, 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 blah. So mm -hmm. you mentioned earlier that you wanted to talk about it, that girl band, and I'd say probably boy bands as well, and just pop music in general, is yeah. has this stigma of being like guilty pleasure. 
that we could be, mm-hmm. like, we should be embarrassed of listening to pop music and listening to Spice yeah. Girls. We should be embarrassed of listening to the Sugar Babes. And I just want to see what you think about that. I just hate the phrase guilty pleasure. I hate me it. Me Because it's just, it pisses me off because I feel like all the music I listen to is the music that widely is called like a guilty pleasure. And I'm I like, mean, I would agree with that. <laughs> why, why am I guilty? Like, this is absolutely, these are bangers. Like, these girls are so talented. Yeah. Um, guys are so talented. Like, it's called pop music because it's popular. I have such a complex about this. And like, um, even if, sorry to cut you off, but even if there was like a law or like a rule to say that it is embarrassing to like pop music, if it makes you happy, fucking go break the law or do it. Like, if it's making you happy, why should you be ashamed of the fact that you listen to it? Like, I just don't. It's not hurting anybody at all. Again, I feel like it's because it's that thing where it's something that is mainly popular with the girls and the gays. Like, I don't know any boys, straight boys that love Little Mix or, like, are out about it anyway. Yeah, I'm um, sure there's some closet case Little Mix fans out there that are yeah. actually straight men, but they love the girls, but they're just like, no, no, you should be embarrassed. But, like, I've had this complex fit my whole life. Like, I was saying to you earlier, that when I was in primary school, I honestly <laughs> will never forget this as well. I'm 27 and I think about it all the time. Um, this I was, this boy was like, what, what music are you into? I was, like, 11 or 10. <laughs> and I was like, I really like Girls Aloud. And he was like, that is so embarrassing. Oh, my God. Like, pissing his pants like that's so embarrassing oh my god I cannot believe you like girls aloud people in the class being like ha 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 you're a loser and I was like what Why? and then some girl next some girl next to me was like I like Nickelback and I was like right I'm like oh is that cool like I don't Am know I doing something wrong here like what's yeah. going on <laughs> like now like I'm 27 and it still happens to me like I still yeah. like I have I have I meet males and I have male male friends and they're like oh god look the new little mix song I suppose Amy will listen to that and it, it just made me feel like stupid for wanting to listen to it and like yeah I love Taylor Swift I love Ariana Grande like these things make me happy and I don't understand why it's so embarrassing <laughs> like I just don't get it and especially when like, it literally is just you listen to music by yourself it affects nobody so why does anybody care so much but they really do I, I really don't and like you'll get these boys that will like die for Alex Turner and they'll die for Tame Impala and like True. you know they'll go and see all these bands which I, I love Tame Impala and the Arctic Monkeys yeah. like don't get me wrong but that's acceptable that's like oh yeah that's fine but and like, get, like why? heavy metal fans that'll go see like Metallica or whatever and they'll be like so emotional and they'll have like die hard obsessions and that is absolutely fine like that is a serious passion and that is something that should be taken seriously whereas I love oh, like yeah. Mix or I love like Taylor Swift and it's like frivolous like oh yeah. for God's sake hey you're cringy you like children's music like i'm like i don't where does that come from it really really i put it under the same umbrella of like people that are into like musical theater and like broadway and stuff because once again that is a realm of music that is typically liked by females and gays so mm-hmm. I just think if it's anybody but straight white men that are enjoying it, it's embarrassing. Yeah, I cannot be imagine being the kind of person that would like put someone in a box because they listen to pop music. I, I just yeah. anyone, everyone can listen to who they want to listen to, and if you want to listen to Tame Impala, do it. If you want to listen to Little Mix, do it. Like who cares? Why is it a guilty pleasure? It really annoys me. If you want to listen to Steps? I listen to Steps still on the regular. I think that they have absolute <laughs> bangers. They make me happy. Yeah. And God, it really does. It you probably tell like it, it winds me up. No, me too. But there's literally no need for the, the discourse. It doesn't. Need to be a thing like no one it took me ages as well it took me ages like to to my early 30 no i'm not 30 (laughs) 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 to my early 20s it took me to be like actually i really love limits like this is great this is 
what I love. I remember I started um, working at Leaf in Liverpool, which I, I worked there from age like 22 maybe, uh-huh. till 24. And people, I, I remember someone asking me on my first day or like one of my first days, like really degradingly, like, oh, you don't like the 1975, do you? Oh. You're, not, you're not one of those weird loser girls. And at the time I was like, no, I hate oh, the 1975. Oh. And then in my head I was like, I love the 1975 why did i just say that no but like so i had the same complex when it came to like um i think when before like drag was like really popular like i'd be watching drag race and people would be like uh like what like, what are those drag yeah. queens why are you watching men in makeup men in wigs blah blah blah, yeah. blah, blah. whereas now everyone in the best friend is up rupaul's ass like i'm just yeah. it, it's until something it becomes like popular with everyone is when you're allowed to like it as soon as it's straight yeah. to get the hands hands on it it's fine go for it like drag race blah 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 but before that you've seen as weird and the same with 1975 because a typical kind of person, I suppose, likes the 1975 to an outside perspective. So everyone's just like, oh, you're all the same, blah, 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 blah. But even yeah, if yeah. you were all the same, why does it matter? Like, as long as you're not actually hurting anyone or like, you know, making any distress when it comes to listening to music, you got, got on with it. <laughs> it really pissed me off. I think it's often, it's often like women as well, like yeah. like female bands. Like, it's emba- like as, I, as I don't know why I keep using these two as example, but like the Arctic Monkeys, Tame and Parlor, like- I understand are, why you use them though. Yeah, and like within the indie scene, like the rock scene, it's largely male dominated like obviously there's some great people great female artists and stuff but it is dominated by men and pop i think is dominated by women at the moment i, and I actually do I, agree. I assume that has something to play with the fact that it's more embarrassing i don't know i think it's misogynistic yeah. at its core and i just don't i don't do i don't do it anymore i don't take it anymore it's been like four or five years of me being like fuck it like I love pop music I love Little Mix I'm 27 and I'll probably love Little Mix I'll listen to them till I die probably I don't give a fuck and this is the thing though I think which is great I think these pop girls know that their audience is female and the LGBT community that they make music for us and they're like you know what fuck it that's our audience fuck men fuck everyone else this is them they're gonna enjoy it they're gonna get our streams up and pay our mortgage so Mm -hmm. I think they enjoy having an audience and I don't want the people that think it's a guilty pleasure to like come in and like stick their nose no. in, to be honest. But you always know that the first people to be like, oh, it's embarrassing, blah, 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 will be the first people to get really drunk and go into pop world and dance all night to like S for Yeah, and people are they're right there. They love yeah, it. Totally, just because they're like, oh, well, we can take over this space. It's going to be a safe space, but actually we want to get rowdy and sing to these songs that we play in tape. You know what, actually? I've got a good example of that. Um, I have we have a joint playlist at work and oh, like yeah, okay. a year ago maybe I put a Harry Styles song onto okay. the playlist and no one no one knew what it was and um, it came on and one of the boys who's usually stereotypically like pop is embarrassing yeah was like wow this is a tune what is it and I was like this is Harry Styles uh-huh. and he was like no it's not and I was like yeah it is like yeah. you would never you would never listen to him because you deem him to be embarrassing this is the thing and i think harry styles is such a great example of it like yeah one direction's music is like a little bit bubblegum pop and like what you'd expect from pop music but it's still but great like, yeah great songs but now he's transitioned to being more i wouldn't call him indie i'd say he's still very much a pop musician but, like, he, yeah he has more of like a mature unique like universally you know, accepted style, but then people are like, oh wait, this is Harry Styles right now, oh god. I'm like, why not? Harry Styles is literally a god. They'll realise that his recent album is incredible, but they'll put themselves on Spotify private. Absolutely, which they shouldn't do, ever. And to me, it's just really sad and embarrassing. Like, they think I'm embarrassing, but I'm like, god, just like things. This is the thing, I think it's more embarrassing to be embarrassed by the things that you like, because like... Yeah, free yourself from those made-up rules. Yeah, like imagine being a massive fan of someone, and then bumping into them in the street and being like, oh, I tell all my friends that I don't actually like you, but I like you a lot. Can you sign my t-shirt? Like, that's just embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> like, I turn around and be like, 
fuck off. You're not a fan of mine. Yeah, I just, I can't, I can't bear the guilty pleasure thing. I never will, I never really will understand that, but maybe I've got terrible taste. Maybe we do. Maybe that's just <laughs> it. Maybe <laughs> Obviously we that's it. That's a, that's a big factor. I'm like, maybe we just have really bad taste and maybe but that's why I'll never say we have really bad taste, but no one's making money like the pop girls. At the I mean, yeah. They are perfect. selling records. So we're doing something right. It's like, if you've seen, I'm sure you have, it's like that video of that girl in the club and she's wearing a white dress and it's like really intense, like indie music playing. She's out of her drink and she's like, oh my God, oh my God. I've been <laughs> <laughs> she's like got fear behind her eyes this is the odd movie so you can tell she wants to be in like the room that's playing like Beyonce <laughs> yeah but sometimes you feel like that like sometimes being in an environment where it's like a room of 99% straight white men going crazy for like the likes of Arctic Monkeys last drunk it's almost like scary. not having team forever yeah literally you know, oh my god it's literally scary like, as a gay man that makes me like curl up I'm like ugh get me away from it bad vibes for me yeah. but then yeah, I think if a straight guy was in a room full of gays and girls being like this is a shout out to my ex I feel like they hate to be scared <laughs> but like as a, as a woman I yeah. feel way more, way more comfortable in gay bars than I do in, in like, in straight bars. Like, like people that go to gay bars have been brought up and been through things that make them just naturally more accepting. Like, yeah. I think when we're in positions that we are as gay people where there's a chance that on any corner you could meet someone that hates you for no reason, I feel like you have to be nice to as many people as possible just because you've got to take it where you can. I know that sounds yeah. awful, but, like, why wouldn't we accept you? We don't want to give back what's given to us because that's the whole point. Be nice to people. Like, if a, if a group of, like, straight lads came in on, like, a dag night and they were there to genuinely have a good time you party with them it'll be great but yeah. when they come in and have a drink and start causing trouble yeah like if like little mates comes on in the gay bar and they're like oh this is shit it's like <laughs> leave you literally know where the door is like one of you definitely secretly requested the song anyway so <laughs> yeah, they're secret little mix fans at the end of the day everyone is no one in the world can listen to little mix and go this is bad it's great fun music like grow up <laughs> sorry <Yeah>. anyway <laughs> moving on from we hate straight men.com <laughs> something else back to the point at hand I suppose um, one last little bit that's like more serious it's not that serious but like obviously I think it's looked at for girl bands and boy bands it's both the same like guilty pleasure you should be embarrassed but I just feel like the treatment of them is different like yeah. you can get away more with listening to a boy band like as a girl if you were like I love One Direction people are like yeah okay but then it's when you're like oh I love the Spice Girls like embarrassing do you yeah. think that there is a different treatment to men and women in the pop industry yeah definitely well this leads into the Jessie thing um, fully because I was thinking about this earlier and I was just thinking about One Direction as an example just because they were One Direction and Little Mix were both really big at the same time yeah they were and I was thinking like I don't doubt for a minute that One Direction went through it mentally like it must have been really taxing but I was thinking Definitely. about the abuse that Jessie got in terms of her image yeah and I was trying to think like did any of the members of One Direction get that and I was like the only thing I can think of is when someone called Liam Payne the boring one and I was like that if that's what we're comparing to the some of the nasty comments that Jessie got that were just as everybody knows terrible like that yeah. I think that One Direction and Little Mix were treated wildly different and I do think it's a lot down to the fan culture and I think that I know that girls love Little Mix and that is their fan base but yeah. little girls that fancy boy bands you can't stop them and I know I used no. to be one of them yeah, we um, know. McFly's number one fan. No, I know. Like, I literally would have died for a doggy pointer when I was 14 years old. And I totally understand that that plays a big part in it. And I think that that's probably why One Direction broke America and Little Mix never did. And, that's so um, true. But in terms of how they're treated, like, 100%. 
and mainly largely to do with their image and I think that that is just so sad like I just can't think of it like maybe I've not done my research but I'm trying to think of a time where like One Direction were in the press because one of them was called fat or one of them was yeah. called ugly. like I don't yeah. remember it happening whereas with Jessie it was constant it, constant like no matter what she did no matter what she wore no matter how she had her hair no matter if she lost weight any old that like, it was consistently bad to the well where we are now that just wouldn't happen if it was a boy it, it just wouldn't it wouldn't and also like going back to the whole like little mix being slandered for being naked on stage blah 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 blah, blah. you've never seen an article that was like one direction bad role models because they got their tops off never no no like, they would, like i think sometimes that you see videos of like harry styles or whatever i feel like they sexualize themselves quite a lot on stage mm-hmm. and then all the girls go crazy for it and then jesse literally just wears a swimsuit with thigh highs in which she looks so good like looks so good yeah. she pulls it off incredibly and then the headline will be jesse from little mix is a fat slut and like it's just yeah. not I and just... it's like i was thinking as well it was to taylor swift i know she's not a girl band but it, it just it ties in yeah. her, her the treatment of her and her date and her love life yeah like yeah. harry Styles has dated everyone like he mm. has been out there and he has not been held accountable not that he should be I like say, there's nothing to be held accountable for but if we're held oh. if we're holding taylor accountable then we have to hold him that's what i mean like she her career basically was ruined because of people that she dated yeah. and it being with the press and people saying that she was going through them and just awful awful things and like terrible. she literally hibernated for a year and then made an album about it like it was terrible but like harry styles he there's nothing and he's just a god and of course he is a god and he should do whatever he wants yeah and he can date whoever but like double standard yeah fully and i just think I, I think as well like that is a big double standard but then also when it comes to the actual like music performance side of things like a boy band or like take not we're going off the band topic now you mentioned taylor swift i'll mention ed sheeran he'll stand there in a tatty t-shirt tatty jeans sing a song with his guitar yeah fair play sounds great and everyone will go wild Little Mix or whoever will choreograph, you know, a routine to every single song with a different backdrop, different outfits, dancers, this, that, the other, and then they'll go, Little Mix are trying too hard. Yeah. Like, Little Mix have to put on a show to be respected, whereas other boys can get on stage and just sing and look good, look pretty. As... He's going to get sued by Ed Sheeran. Good, I hope so. Sue me. Try me. <laughs> Try me, Ed. Go on. See if I can. <laughs> imagine the podcast yeah. shut down episode, episode one because Ed Sheeran's like no I don't agree with what he said sorry that would be iconic though you'd get loads of press for that absolutely and I'd come back under a different name and no one would know <laughs> but also be homeless on the street because I can't afford to pay a fine that's coming my way from Ed Sheeran that's beyond him but I just think like the overarching point here is that women are treated differently in the industry and there's just no two ways oh, about it in the industry let's be like more broad and just say that women are treated differently than men full stop point yeah. back period and it's just I was thinking about this before because I was like god my dream has always been in, been to be in a girl band like obviously I can't sing or dance it's where you can't sing but I was thinking like I couldn't like I am not mentally strong enough to have people no. berate my appearance like that day in day out and my my love life and like everything literally everything like my, my social media like everything like I just couldn't everything not. you do literally everything yeah, I, I thought about it and was like I can barely have like one person's like if you said to me I don't like your earrings I'd probably like cry oh, no, so, I can't handle any form of confrontation or like criticism in any way so no, and I was thinking about Jessie and I was like the fact that she like that she was in that band for as long as she was yeah. is a miracle for me I'm just so happy that she managed to break away from it because I bet there was so many times where she signed she was like no I've always wanted this it's my dream career blah 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 she could have pushed herself to a much scarier place so yes. obviously it's very sad that she's not part of the band anymore but I think it's the best thing and like just from like, following her on Instagram and seeing what she's posting now she looks genuinely so happy and, and like how incredibly brave to walk away from something when you're at the peak of your career yeah and then you have the people that are like well she signed up for this in the first place and I just don't think that's true like you that's go on the X Factor because you've got a passion for singing you don't know what's going to come mm-hmm. and 
luckily for them, they were very successful. And these sort of things come with it, but no one's gonna know that that's coming. So she didn't ask everyone at all. Everyone wants to be rich and famous. Like when you're younger as well, they were in their like teens when they got famous, and like I would have done exactly the same thing. And there's no manual that yes, you need to ha- you need to have this level of like mental health strength. Like they all get thrown into it, just like the Disney kids and like Britney and Lindsay Lohan and all that. Like they get thrown yeah. into it, and they don't know what's gonna happen. Oh, and the fact that the fact that she stuck it out for as long as she did is remarkable in my oh, eyes. Really, it's so brave. And like, <laughs> it's not if she was hitting rock bottom when she left. Like, she made Oh One Out, that documentary. She hit rock bottom and then came back from it. And like, that in itself yeah. is just so remarkable. But then it's just like, what kind of life is it to live to be doing something that you're genuinely loving so much, but then everything's getting thrown back in your face? Like, it's just not worth it. Yeah, and, now- and the fact that she, that, that she put her mental health and her happiness before like money and like success, like, to me, that's like really commendable. Yeah, and I bet she had so many moments as well of like just wanting to stick to it for the girls. Obviously, you then see the articles that are like, well, little mates are going to break up because Jessie left. And, uh, but like, it must have been really hard for her to stand back and say, listen, I know this is going to be such a change in dynamic, but I have to do it. And I was just saying, good to her, but I just, I just, well, I don't know where she's going to go from here. Like, I don't know what career path she's going to choose. Like, does she need to anymore? Or is she just going to, like, live her life on furlough? Like, <laughs> she's literally, like, always posting stories, like, watching TV. I'm like, is that her now? Is she just going to, like, take a step back from the industry? Or will we see her, like, I don't think she'll ever do music, like, solo career again. But is she going to go into, like, TV, presenting? She's going to write a book? Like, what's she going to do? I'm excited for I just, her. I just hope that she takes the time that she needs to be happy. I don't yeah. care what she And if she doesn't come back into the limelight for, like, four years, good for her. Even if she never does, like, like go on, like, do something, do something that makes you happy. I, I talk like I know them because I feel like I do, but I don't know them at all. Like so proud of her, she's doing so well. We don't know that. <laughs> we don't know. I mean, I'd like to think that she is, but then because we don't know them, I'm now convinced. And like, there's not been much like public press about like the girls still being friends or like what's gone down. And I'm just like convincing myself that the girls aren't friends anymore, which is yeah. scaring me a little bit. But like, I just hope that's not the case. Like, even if there is like a bit of bad blood intention, they're all sisters at heart. So I think they know that if they were to go public and say, yeah, there was a bit of a falling out, but they love her enough to like respect the fact that they don't need the big bust up over it. And just, yeah. I don't know, hopefully when Leanne's wedding goes ahead, Jesse will be there and life will be good again. <laughs> I That'll hope. be the tail, won't it? Mm-hmm. But that won't happen anytime soon anyway, because coronavirus. Woo! Just for a bit of fun, I'm going to ask you life's normal again. Corona's not real. And you've got. All the budget in the world, so much budget, I had to think about which girl bands are most expensive, any of that stuff. But you're putting on a festival mm-hmm. that is made up entirely of girl bands, and I want to know which five are performing, and I want to know who's headlining, who you two most important are underneath that, and then your other two underneath that as well. So do it from bottom to top. Okay, so this is just my opinion. This is my opinion, but... That's my opinion! <laughs> now a lot of people will disagree but I'm just going to say See if it. I do. So, bottom of the list, but still very important, okay. is Girls Aloud. Okay. I, as you know, got bullied for liking Girls Aloud. And <laughs> they have an excellent back catalogue, and I was a huge Girls Aloud fan back in the day, and I still absolutely love them now. And I just think that a girl band festival wouldn't be the same without them. So they're going at number five. They're like pioneers, aren't they? Number four is a rogue one. On. I thought of them was like, they're a girl band, time. Oh, fair play. I wouldn't have even thought, but you know what? Yeah. I'm so behind it. They're not obviously a stereotypical girl band because they're not like bubblegum pop oh. or like, yeah, like. I would never, I wouldn't have thought of that, but I love. Yeah, but I just, I was looking through my playlist and was like, they're a girl band, they're fully a girl band. And I love Haim. 
and I think <laughs> that, so good. and I think that they they break up the the, the poppiness of um, my festival a little bit. Of yeah, it. I think Paris is them as you're off the runs. Exactly, they're, they're my <laughs> coolest choice. I agree. So I think a little bit of Heim, you know, when it's Ooh. like 5, 6 p.m., the sun's going down, you're getting ready for the Oh, headlines. my God, you've got a pint in hand. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm feeling with them. So, yeah. Okay. Third on the bill, which is, you know, they should, they've probably never been third, but it's the Spice Girls. Okay, no, I got that. They have to be there, and they should really headline, but, you know, they I'm never will. But that's the thing, like, I never saw them when they were in their heyday but I did go to their reunion tour twice and we sat a few rows in front of David Beckham which was very nice. And did you go with mum? Were you by with I went with Amber and Mum and Amber's mum. Our mum and our mum and Amber's mum sat like up in the like in the high seat and me and Amber had seats on the floor. So we thought we were like so it was obviously amazing, like it was incredible. But I never got to see them when they were with Derry like back in the day. The spice girl. (laughs) So I would like them to come back and be my third on the on the list, but I need Jerry to come back and I need them to do all the classics. I need them to do Stop. I need them to do Never Give Up on the Good Times. Oh, that is a tune. Yeah. That's their yeah. best song, hands down. I love it so much. Yeah, they sing, the conditions are they sing that song and they bring Jerry back too. Okay, is Victoria back in there or is she? Yeah, I want Vicky B there, definitely. I mean, I feel like she'd say no, but for the likelihood of you not having a budget and Corona's not real, you can have posh fights as well. It's all good. I no, feel really. like Posh should come to Amy Fest. Amy Fest, that's what it's called. I was expecting yeah. to be like Girl Power Festival or something, but no, okay. Amy Fest, all right. If, if she knew I had Haim there for the cool factor, then she'd definitely come. We'd all be there, we'll all be there. It'll be the new Glastonbury just because Haim are there. Amy Fest, feet Haim. Yeah. <laughs> um, second, second on my bill, so the ones before the headliner, huh. are, I can't believe we've not mentioned them yet, because I can't. Yeah, I think it's going to be. The Saturdays. The Saturdays. The only thing you've mentioned about the Saturdays in this is you saying that you regret standing Molly King. <laughs> so don't get me wrong, I love Molly, but she wouldn't be my favourite pick now. No, um, I don't know who would be off topic. Who would be your favourite Saturday these days? I think Rochelle. Oh, she is kind of a queen, isn't she? But I think I, just, I think Vanessa's mine. Mm, the best no, voice. No. She carried the vocals. She released that really bad song. Yeah, but didn't they all? Like, everyone, girl bands that have broken up have released bad songs. She did carry, carry the vocals, to be fair, in the Saturdays. But I just love Rochelle. I have such a soft spot for Rochelle and Marvin. I really do. I know that's so basic of me. That's but... very, that's, yeah, that's very, like, no, no, I know. great thing I know. I love Ross, she's great. No, she is great. They're a fun couple. They're a fun couple. Back in the day, I was very Molly and Frankie. Yeah, you know what? But also, like, I love Frankie. I love them all. And obviously, all girl bands, they've all got their own little individual thing. But I just will never get over the fact that Frankie was, like, front woman because she can't sing. (laughs) (laughs) Frankie and Molly can't sing, and that's a fact. No. But I was lucky enough to see them twice, and that was brilliant. Absolutely great vibes. All these so. girl bands you mentioned, I've not seen any of them. Really? I've seen any of them live. No, I've only, I think I've only ever seen two girl bands live, and one of them was by accident because they were supporting Nicki Minaj. Fifth Harmony. No, Stooge. Oh, I've seen Fifth Harmony as well. Uh, Stooge. Okay. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Fifth Harmony. You, you love yeah. a little Oh bit. my God, Fifth Harmony fun. I love them. Yeah. I'm a diehard Fifth Harmony fan. I always I will know be. You are. I always I will be. I mean, when we get on to my Fat Joe Fest, maybe they're making an appearance, maybe they're not. <laughs> we'll they're not on my list, but I, I, I hope not because you've only got one spot left. And if it's Fifth Harmony and not Little Mix, I'll be a bit confused. <laughs> I do love a little bit of Boss, though. I'm not going to lie. Great song. Great, great song. <laughs> yeah, the Saturdays. I just want them, honestly, I don't even care if they just do a seven-minute set. I just want them to come I, on and do the You know what you want them to do? They need to come out and do the Saturdays Greatest Hits Mega Mix. Yeah. Done, period. Go home. That's the best song of all time anyway. Sing that and you can leave. 
I want them to all wear different colours, like Circa 2008, whatever it was. Yellow tights, black dress, and a yellow belt. Like, love it. And it's probably it's probably sacrilege to put them above the Spice Girls, but I just I love the Saturdays. I love them. It's Amy Fest. You do what you want. It is. I've got a rubber duck in my bathroom called Frankie. Sorry. I've got a little pixie cut. <laughs> <laughs> and then obviously headlining. What? That's it. Number one headliners. Who are they? Oh, the girls, little bit. Absolutely. It would be rude to not. It would be so rude to not. I think they just finished deserve to headline all the festivals, to be fair, but I feel like they never had it behind them. Yeah. Have they headlined any festivals before? No, Joe, because they're not cool, remember? Oh, no, that's true. That's true. <laughs> but imagine Little Mix headlining Glastonbury. I mean, hi. Yeah, they've, I got, know. they've got what it takes. They've got the talent, but. They, could, they, can, they can command a stage, that's for sure. With it being Amy Fest and No Rules, I'm assuming we're having Little Mix with Jesse. Of course we are. Good. She's actually had, she has actually agreed to come back for Jesse Fest. I was going to call it Jesse Fest. For Amy <laughs> Fest. Sure, Jesse Fest. <laughs> Jay Fest. Love it. Absolutely. <laughs> that is a new name. Done. <laughs> She has agreed to come back. They are going to be playing all of my favourite songs. So they are going to be playing the alternative smash Monster and Me. <laughs> and they will be doing Wasabi because that is one of their biggest bands. underrated tune. Oh, one of my faves. I love it so much. So good. So that's going to be three hours long because they simply can't fit it into an hour and a half. So they basically just have to come on and sing every, every song they have. Yeah. Apart from the and I love you because... <laughs> songs <laughs> we've been here all day, so <laughs> yeah that's right <laughs> very very true I mean Amy Fest yeah. fun, and I would absolutely buy a ticket I'm really happy with my lineup thought about it intensely and there have been some people I missed off I'd really like All Saints there but oh fun yeah they didn't make the court and Destiny's Child also didn't make the court but they were quite close as well I was about um, to say I'm shocked at the fact we haven't even bought Destiny's Child up once yet I know. I did love them a lot as well. And they remind they remind me so much of high school because all the girls used to do dances to lose my breath in the canteen. Can <laughs> okay. go first lineup? Yeah, go on, tell me. Okay, so my first one, bottom of the pile, and you're gonna judge me for it, like big time. But my number five, you know, daytime, like this is like eleven AM, festivals just started, just got there, like most people probably went. Yeah. But it's gonna be the Cheetah Girls. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> it's got to be the Cheetah Girls because Nate. I mean, <laughs> I feel like you're not as big of a fan as I am, but no. I can't name one Cheetah Girls song that I don't think is a certified ten out of ten bob. Every I can't song. name one Cheetah Girls song. Dress like you mean it, free your mind, surely. I think, I think I'm a little bit. I think I'm just a bit too old. Number four, I'm having Sugar Babes. Mm. Mm, I'm having Sugar Babes, but I'm actually making it a fun moment. And another one. Gonna... Another one I just missed out on. Yeah, I get that, because some lineups are good, some lineups are not good. But for Joe Fest, it will be every Sugar Babe ever and they'll be together. Oh, be I was going to say, who would you have? Because I would have Heidi, Mutcher and Keisha. I would too, if it was an ideal world, but I kind of just want them all to come on and have a good time. Yeah, fair like, enough. Take, take a party, fun, who cares? I was into Freak Like Me today and I was like, hmm, do I want to put them on there? And I was like, hmm, I think girls allowed to take it. It deserve a mention. It deserve a mention. Yeah. But I think number four, solid. I mean... About You Now is a song that I need. Overload. Push the button, all of it. Every song they've got. Yeah. Ugly. Yeah. Well, I'd make everyone cry in the crowd. Ugly. Ugly, so so gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's cool. I'm stunning. But I am so pretty. Thank you so much, Mucha Bono, for telling me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she'd, have to, she'd have to do song from Mucha. You like literally a took the words out of my mouth. Was that the actual <laughs> only exception is that the rest of the sugar babies have to be backup dancers while she does song from Mucha. <laughs> That okay, that was yeah, is a fucking song. song. That is a yeah, song. I introduced you to that song. I did. I didn't know about it until like maybe like last year. 
I know, I was like, wow. Song for Mucha. Like, like, no. <laughs> it's like it's a national anthem. Now, it was in my most played of 2020. <laughs> good for her, good for her. I'm like individually paying much of when is electric bill with that. Because I listen oh, to it every moment. You take my streams, girl. Go on. Deserved. Yeah, it's deserved. So, was that my number four? Was that my number three? Yeah, that was your number four. So, Cheetah Girls, Sugar Babes. Then, my number three. To be fair, Amy, the rest of my three to one is exactly the same as yours. Number okay. three is the Spice Girls, number two is the Saturday, I- and number one is for Little Mix, for obvious reasons. Solid, solid choices. And then I was thinking as well about like ones that I like, think I've missed out, and like, the only ones that like almost made the cut is obviously Haim, now you've said them, forgot about them, but I would. Big fan. And I almost put the Pussycat Dolls in there. I thought about them too, because I went to see them when I was younger, because I was very lucky. And they were incredible. Who haven't you been to see? And where was I for all of this? I was incredibly lucky. And I went to see them. I saw them a couple of times and they were incredible. And that first album they did was absolutely 10 out of 10. But for some reason, I've developed a hatred for Nicole Scherzinger. And I don't know why. Who hasn't, unfortunately. Who hasn't. It's because she became became cringy. Like, she's just the thing she does. Like, she was on X Factor. She's a bit cringy. Like, she's just a bit of a caricature of herself now, I think. And I just not, I just thought, I love that first album. It was amazing. But yeah, she's something about Nicole. She's not on my list. She's off foot. No, you know what? That's fair. And I'm sure she's not going to be begging to attend Amy and Joe Fest either. So I think we're fine. <laughs> I think we're fine. No emails are coming for any time soon. So. She's eating yogurt. <laughs> That's probably the best thing she's ever done, the yogurt advert. <laughs> I will never forget. Ever, actually. <laughs> So now moving on to our like my last little segment I've got for you with the girl band discussion. I'm gonna put you on the spot and mm-hmm. we're gonna have a quick fire round of this or that. So I'm gonna give you one <coughs> song from one girl band and then another song from another girl band, and you have to just off the cuff give me your favourite one out of the two. And I know that you like all of these songs, I'm pretty sure. But I tried to like throw some in there that isn't just like little mix Saturdays, but it's a lot of Joe and Amy Fest attendees. <laughs> but we'll come with it. So we won't okay. go too fast, but tell me, you don't need a reason why, just... So, first of all, we've got Call the Shots by Girls Love mm. and Ego by The Saturdays. It's going to have to be Ego. Ego, best pop top song of all time. Like, you can't... Yeah. yeah, I completely agree. I'm glad you said that. So, next one, you've got Wannabe by Spice Girls, the OG girl band, you know, classic. <laughs> or Freak Like Me by The Sugar Babe. Oh, it's got to be Freak Like Me, just because. I love Wannabe, but it's not my favourite Spice Girls song. No, it's not mine either. Like, I appreciate it for what it's worth, and it's iconic, but I actually don't like the song that much. It's one of those that kind of falls into the same um, bracket as Mr. Brightside for me. It's just overplayed. That's true. Like, it's a great, it's a Spice Girls song that we all know and love, and we'll dance to it. Yeah. Club, but, like, I don't ever wake up and go, oh, I need to listen to Wannabe today, forever. Exactly. The Glee cast version is also better, but that's, that's all. Next up, we've got Shout Out to My Ex by Lil Mix, which I actually think is probably their second best song ever. So mm-hmm. that's my opinion. Shout Out to My Ex by Lil Mix, or Don't You by the Pussycat Dolls. Oh, Shout Out to My Ex. Easy. I don't, that's not even a competition. Next, you've got Confetti by Lil Mix, which I know is one of your favourites, or The Promise by Girls Love. I'm going to go Confetti just because I love it and I listen to it more, but I will say The Promise is probably Girls Love's best song. Completely agree. Hands down, that best song is so good. I love the that song and it, the, me choosing confetti doesn't mean I don't love that song any, any uh, less of course not it's the fun of the game you can like that game so we've got Viva Forever by Spice Girls and Power by Little Mix oh that's really hard that's so I was running before and I was listening to Power and I was like this is such a good song well, then Viva Forever gets you in your feels 
I probably have to go Viva Forever because it's really not it's really nostalgic for me and it's probably my one of my favorite Spice Girls songs and it just reminds me of being little and I just love it and that video with the fairies and when they're in yeah. the little like, balls and like, like yeah. the machine I, I remember like sitting in our old house and like watching that on tv like yeah. our old yeah. old house oh no you know what power is a great song though don't like don't get me wrong i love power it reminds me of our little sister she loves power too she does love power. Oh. i love watching her being like motorbike 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 i'm like you're nine <laughs> <laughs> you are quitting <laughs> no i love that bless her it really does it reminds me of her so much and then next one you've got bugaboo by destiny child and worth it by fifth harmony i do i think probably worth it because let's be it's honest, it's, it's like one of their only like four or five good songs. It reminds me of them um, on the 1989 tour when they come out and do it with Taylor. Oh my god, yeah, fun. That's actually really fun. Also, it, really it reminds me that. of being in third, no, not third year, being in second first year of uni. I go to Bristol to visit Sam, and he had this game where he'd be like, every time they say the word worth it, we all have to slut drop. And by the end of it, like, <laughs> all my legs were in pain. I was wobbling like, oh, because bear in mind, good, good for them, but they weren't the best songwriters. Like, 95% of that song is just the word worth it. Over and over again. Like, oh, Sam. <laughs> Literal pain by the end of it. But no, yeah, I, I think I choose that too, because I think Bugaboo's a good song, but it's not Destiny Child's best. Bugaboo's a tune, but it doesn't, it doesn't, there's no memories attached to it for me. Ellie Rowland also hates performing it. I watched Does it. But like, what's your least favourite song to perform? And she was like, the fans are going to hate me. But like, I hate Bugaboo. Why? <laughs> She's like, I just, it's just, she was like, there's one part in the song that just annoys me. It's just like Bugaboo over and over again. And just like, oh, I don't like it. And I'm like, okay, queen. Fucking it's like Jesse and Black Magic. She hates it. Jesse Nelson hates Black Magic. I'm a queen. It's oh. one of your best songs. I know, I know. It's literally like monumental. Does. And every time it's mentioned in an interview, she's like, at least she'll oh. never have to sing Black Magic ever again. No. Oh, she's probably deleted it from all forms. She probably like blocked it on Spotify. Never listened to it again. Sorry. Well, I yeah. think it's such a fun song. Like, how can you produce? Oh, I love it. I hate it. It's so good. So up next, you've got "If This Is Love" by the Saturdays, which is a tune, and then "Love Machine" by Girls Aloud. I'm going "Love Machine" on this one because it's an absolute cult classic. Oh, fair. Um, if this is love is great, but it's not their best song. Although. I do love it because it's one of their first ones and it reminds me of the first time I went to see them. Love Machine is it's just an absolute banger. To be fair, Love Machine is one of those songs that everyone knows and appreciates, I think. That, that fir- those first few bars when it comes in, you're like, oh my God. Oh, here we go. <laughs> so next one, I've got Don't Let Go by In Vogue, but obviously Ooh. made famous in the love UK it. by Little yeah. Mix <laughs> completely. So if you want to think of it as Little Mix version, if that sways you either way, go for it. Or... Red Dress by Sugar Babe. I love Red Dress. Oh my God. Red Dress Supremacy. Absolutely. I used to have Let it rain. <laughs> <laughs> that song reminds me so much of being a teenager. Like, I was upset. That is an underrated, another one of my alternative faves. I love that song. That's the lineup as well that you want. Yeah. Sugar Babes. Sugar Babes. You're right, Babes. That is the Sugar Babes at their prime. So, what are you yeah. picking? Red Dress? Red Dress, because for some reason I was obsessed with that song. No, it's a good one. I, I put that in there because I was like, it's not everyone's favourite um, Sugar Wave song. I don't know why, but that was one of my favourites. Like, I've just loved that song. Next one, Salute by Little Mix. Or, mm-hmm. this is a rogue one, but it's actually a tune. Ugly Heart by GRL. Oh, I love Ugly Heart. It reminds me of Sam. But, yeah, it reminds me of Sam as well. Bless him. Sam is my best friend for people who don't know. Because <laughs> we've mentioned him twice now. Ugly, Ugly Heart. Heart. Or Salute. I love Salute it's, it stands for, but it's not my favourite Little Mix song, so I would choose Ugly Heart. I'm going with Salute. I love it. 
makes me feel empowered. It's one of them that I was talking about before that makes me feel like Women ladies all across the world. I love that. Not, we're looking for recruits, and I'm there, an actual male, like, I'll be part of your army, little mix, please. <laughs> <laughs> Let me in. Next one. <laughs> Next one is Battle of Two Little Mix Songs. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Both incredible in their top five, both of them, I would say. Number one is Holiday, my favorite song of, I think, all time, so be careful. Or Touch. This is really hard because Touch mm-hmm. is like known for being one of their best, and it's the one that they always close on when they are. Mm-hmm. That's on tour. true. Always close with Touch. I might go for Touch, you know. I don't blame you, but also Holiday Supremacy is all I'll say. Holiday is an absolute banger. You can't deny it. No, it really touch. is a Little Mix classic and just as I'm sure that Holiday will become a Little Mix classic too in time but it's still quite new and Touch to me is just it reminds me of going to see them in concert and I know that they love it as well so I think maybe Touch they do love Touch the only bad thing about Touch is Perry's outfit I was gonna say (laughs) love it to be I'm not gonna pick apart the girl's style but that hand corset on the pink hoodie is the worst thing I've ever seen in my life and I just don't think that she's so beautiful and she gets away with it oh my god Jay if you put it on like literally anybody else whatever but because imagine me in an outfit imagine if you showed up to a club like hey wearing that I would feel inclined (laughs) to turn you away if I was a mouse, I'd be like, oh, you're not getting in like that, love. Sorry. <laughs> because she's Perry Edwards and can wear a literal sack and look beautiful. Yeah. I'm like, okay, whatever. Fair play. Banger, though. And the dancing in that video is, like, on point as well. No, if Touch was up against anything but Holiday, I'd choose it. But yeah. I'll rep Holiday for and through as their number one fan. Favourite song ever. I'm going Touch. I'm going Touch. Fair play. Don't blame you. Next one is, is quite an easy one, actually. But then again, you did say you like one of these songs already. So it's No More Sad Songs by Little Mix, which is oh an iconic pop song. Or Boss by Fifth Harmony. Oh, I love Boss. Mm, that's what I'm saying. You love Boss. I love Boss, but I'm going No More Sad Songs. You can't not choose that, I think. No More Sad Songs is one of my favourite breakup songs. I think I agree, because it's like the right level of like a sad breakup song whilst also being a pop. Like, it's not the depressing like secret love song, but it, it's still like uh like it's one of those like okay come on girl pick yourself up move yeah. on and if you it. listen to the lyrics it's actually very sad yeah <laughs> it's really sad but yeah. it's great and I want to go to the place where they film the music video so your yeah. next one is When I Grow Up by the Pussycat Dolls or The Tide Is High by Atomic Kettle I want to have boobies I want to have <laughs> I want to have breasts yes <laughs> <laughs> that's the one. <laughs> Hi, I do love Tommy Kitten. I went to see Tommy Kitten with Dad when I was like 14. Tide is high or what was it? Um, When I Grow Up, I Want to Have Boobies by the place could. I'm going When I Grow Up because that is a banger. And that video is when they're on the scaffolding and they're like... Yeah, it's actually an iconic moment. I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> or is it Tommy Kitten, Tide is high, great song, but like it's a bit, bit white bread, isn't it? Still a tune, don't get me wrong. but there's no like flavour to it. Like When I Grow Up is like an iconic moment. And Tide is high, I was like, okay, she's cute. She's cute. I always, my favourite Tommy Kitten song was when they did a cover of Eternal Flame. And I, um, I went, I was on holiday once. We went to like Centre Parks or something. Okay. Um, but like when you were really young and me and um, Undisclosed Name Girl made a music video to Eternal Flame. <laughs> Redacted. Redacted, yeah. <laughs> Black Magic by Little Mix. So unless you're Jesse Nelson, you probably will. <laughs> or Scandalous by Miss Tito Sus. Oh, man. Like it's a banger. Yeah, it's obviously a banger. Oh God. I'm going to have to go Black Magic because I just, I always pick Little Mix. Like what can I say? I love, I listen to Black Magic more than I do Scandalous. But if I was in... G-A-Y and Scandalous came on like you best believe no, you that I would have more thought that because you don't yeah. hear it as often as you hear that much here. yeah like it's, it's more of a treat in it like oh my yeah. god like I don't it's not in my playlist like Black Magic is yeah true actually I don't think I've ever like 
gone out of my way to listen to Scandalous by Mystique. But if it's it was in that. in a bar, I'd be like, oh my God, oh, let's go wild. No, I agree with that. I agree. Next one. <laughs> oh, I just, I know when the little mix is involved, I know who you're going to choose. But it's yeah. Hole in the Head by Sugar Babes. June. Or Sweet Melody by Little Mix, but. Melody, I've just said it's my favorite little mix song. You can't not pick that. I didn't know this at the time of picking my um <laughs> picking my choices. So next one is Sugar Babes again. Push the button by Sugar Babes. Oh, that, that music video, my favorite music video ever. It's a great one, isn't it? It's really great. that when they were in like that office wear and then they're the, like pushing the men against the wall and like pulling their ties. Like, okay, icons. Sorry, <laughs> me watching like a boy at the age of like nine. Like, woo! I be like them when I grow up. <laughs> So you've got Push the Button by Sugar Babes or Issues by the Saturdays. Oh, Issues. Issues. I love Issues. It's so nostalgic for me, that song. Yeah. Issues and Ego are my two favourite Saturday songs, I think. It's got to be Issues. So then you've got Say You'll Be There by Spice Girls. Right. Or About You Now, Sugar Babes. Apparently, I was going, this segment, I was like, Sugar Babes, Sugar Babes, Sugar Babes, Sugar Babes. But Sugar Babes, About You Now, or Say You'll Be There, Spice Girls. I'm going to say you'll be there just because it's a tune and I love the music video. But also because... I did actually film a music video for About You Now to some of my fr- with some of my friends um, when I was younger and put it That's on YouTube. It. <laughs> it's on YouTube. No, I'm still friends with these people. But <laughs> okay. Is it still on YouTube? With Amber and Charlotte. We can't find it. Oh my God, please it's, find we it. We uploaded it to YouTube. It was in my old room and we did a music video dance routine to About You Now. And for that reason, I no longer listen to it because it's... <laughs> I break out in a rash. Oh no, you get nervous sweat. You're like, no, 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 no. Yeah. Oh, I just feel like it'll be a, um, I would love a little That's Gossip exclusive of your About You Now video. <laughs> I would love to post well, that. If I could share it, I would, but I think it's lost in the internet forever. Like, we've tried to find it. Memories. No. And that was a lot of fun. Oh. Yeah, so, fair play. Some good choices. I feel like all of those songs were a bit iconic, so it was a bit hard. Oh, love them all, love them all, but you have to make decisions in this world. You do, absolutely. When, so, unless, have you got any more just general points about girl bands that you want to make? Or is it just, I'm Amy Shaw and I stand girl bands? <laughs> I was just literally going to say, stand Little Mix. <laughs> absolutely, stand Little Mix, stand Jesse Nelson, all of the above. That, I was just going to say, maybe on, a, maybe on a side note, just to talk a little bit about Jade, and what she does for the LGBT community. And not that I'm trying to be Jade, but I'm, I, I do, from, as like, from the point of view of a straight cisgendered woman, I do look up to her a lot in terms mm. of allyship. And she's taught me a hell of a lot in terms of being an ally to the community. So yeah. just shout out to Jade for being a massive legend. I love her and she teaches me stuff every single day and I would just love to be like her. Oh, well, I think that's a lovely little way to round it out actually. Because I agree, and I agree that, obviously, she's got a platform. You don't, because you're a loser. But she's got a platform. (laughs) But I think you do, obviously, you don't show it to the masses because you haven't got millions of followers. But I feel that you do equally the same thing. Like, I put you on the same level of being an ally. Just because she's, like, famous, I feel that you do the same amount. Like, and I just think it's really good to have her as well because you don't not that you don't have allies in the media, but, like, sometimes they're not. They'll be an ally, but they won't make it, like, their thing. Whereas Jade is, like... I'm an ally before I'm anything else, which I think yeah. is really good for her because I've got, they're obviously all allies, but she goes above and beyond. And I can't wait until she ventures into more of like the LGBT entertainment scene. Like I'd love to see her like 
on Drag Race more or having like her own like talk show. I feel like she's such a name now for the LGBT community that I'm like, I want her to make her mark and like. And I'm I'm sure that there's there is obviously plenty of allies like straight allies in the industry. Oh, plenty. Of course, but from is. a woman a woman who's my age who is just a normal person uh-huh. who's doing all these things and like she is she's like an idol figure to me definitely like I look look up to her and everything that she does. Love that, and as we should, because she's an icon. One more question before we leave, and I'm going to do, I've decided that I'm going to ask this question to all my guests, because obviously the title of the podcast is That's Gossip, so what would it be about a little bit of juicy goss at the end of each episode? So my question for you is, and if you don't have one, then just anything to do with rumours and gossip in general is fine. My question is, what is the craziest rumour you've ever heard about either yourself or one of your best friends or family members? That wasn't true, but you heard it on the grapevine. Big bit of rumour, bit of gossip you heard and you don't know where it came from. So, I think I'm really boring and I actually can't think of a rumour that was made up about me because people don't talk about me. <laughs> I've got a really good anecdote about it. Like, I've got a good story to do with rumours and I'm gossip. Ready. ready. So, I, I assume most people that are listening to this have watched Gossip Girl. Um, yeah, so, I would assume so, yeah. But for anyone that hasn't, Gossip Girl is a show about there's an anonymous person that will send tips to people's phones these are high school people and spread gossip and spread rumors about in high school and no one knows who it is until the last episode and it's just random anonymous tips that come from this website and it gets a lot of people in trouble and it's drama and blah 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 that's why it's such a great show uh-huh. um when i was in high school we had a gossip girl <gasps> like a legit scandalo oh my god so basically our whole year or at least our friendship group which you know, it was quite big, you know, people you went to house parties with and stuff. Yeah. We'd all get texts and it would be so sporadic and random. You'd get one maybe every three weeks, every month would land and it'd be really, like, we'd get them, our mums would get them, like, siblings what? would get them. No, literally, like, parents got them, um, people in the friendship group got them, boys and girls, um, siblings, like, random people would get them at random times from this number and it would be like, oh my God. hey, It'd be like, for example, hey, did you hear what Amy did at the party on Friday? And then would say, like, X, Y, Z, Amy did this. And then people oh, no. would get it. And, like, random people would get these texts. And then, like, gossip would spread around. And to this oh, day, I'm 27 years old. We never found out who it was. Was it you? We, like, we tried tracing IP addresses, like, tracking the number. God. But obviously, like, it wasn't, we didn't have iPhones and stuff back then. It was very much, like, Nokia's pay to go. But, yeah, it used to be. It happened for the whole of high school. I got messages. I think our mum got a message because we used to have house parties at our house. Yeah, but then I reckon like at least 20 to 30 people would get a text from this number and it would be like, and th- the person would get it might not necessarily relate to the gossip. So it would be, I might get one. It might be like this random boy kissed okay. this guy. Okay. Like, but then it would sp- spread a rumour about that person. And it was, I, I think it's true or not. I think it's before Gossip Girl was even a thing, or maybe Gossip Girl was on telly, I don't know, but... Oh my God. Yeah, to this, to this day, oh, we, we don't... Know, rural Cheshire, Jesus. We don't, who, we don't know who the Cheshire Gossip Girl was. I still don't know, and honestly, it'll, I'll take that to my grave, because we never found out, and it was just insane. Why do I not know about this? Why have you never told me? I thought you did. I had no idea, and I just can't remember about it. And I'm sure everyone remembers it. Like my friends that I'm still friends with from high school definitely remember it. And I'm That's sure mad. if anyone listens to this that went to my high school, you'll probably remember it as well. I was going like, to say, if anyone listens to this and you are the Cheshire Gossip Girl, it's a safe <laughs> space. Come and let me know. Come tell me. Please come forward. I won't <laughs> be annoyed. Please 
quite iconic to be fair like if you come forward please Literally. i think it's, i think it's funny no fully i'll give you a, a cash tip of 10 pounds if you come we forward. Had our, we had our suspects it could be people in our group we had suspects it was people's mum like you know what like, i was gonna suggest like maybe it's parent i thought, we thought it was like, you know what i'm actually bored <laughs> our main suspect was a mum but we never got any proof so was it our mum sounds like someone <laughs> <a> mum <mother> <laughs> Put your phone down. Come on. <laughs> You've got better things to do with your time, Cappy. But yeah, I thought that was a really good anecdote because it's no, not I, really about me. I think, think there was definitely one text that was about me, but I've not really had that. I can remember I've had rumours spread around about me, but uh, not that I know of anyway, but I thought that that was major and that's something that I'm still talked about like wow. 17 years later. You know what they say, no press is bad press, so you're clearly very boring. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. That's probably a great way to live your life. I feel like private lives are happy lives. Absolutely so. And I'm like trying to think when I was like asking, thinking about asking this question, I can't think of anything anyway. Like, the only rumor that went around me about me in high school was the fact that I'm gay. And surprise, not a rumor. Not a rumor. <laughs> fact is fact. So everyone has <laughs> eyes. Everyone has ears. Really nice to know that everyone was switched on enough to know that I am in fact gay. So not remember, but um, I was um, I put on my Instagram the that's gossip Instagram asking for some people to like tell me some things um, <laughs> that went round about them, and someone put one that was like there was a rumor going around in high school that I was a lesbian, and it's only half true because I'm actually only bi. So <laughs> so that's the thing about rumors in high school. I think they usually do come from something that's like a little bit true, like it's yeah. sometimes twisted or like blown out of proportion. But I feel like a rumor is always well. That's a goss. I had no idea about that, and it shook I me. I think to it's really good. Really good story. Like, I love it. To this day, I'm like, this is mental. Every time I tell someone, they're like, what? Oh, sorry. I had no idea. And fair play. And it sounds like quite a bit of fun. <laughs> Not going to lie. It was kind of until, I was, until someone got a text about me. And I was like, oh, no. True. But I think I'm the kind of person that would like go to a house party and do something wild just so I'd be the text of the week. No, I'm going to fail, yeah. <laughs> no, this. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know what I do. But, but no, I'm, that's actually shook me. So thank you for sharing with us. Hello. That's been a lovely little chat about girl bands and gossip girls, apparently. So I was going to say the three G's being girls, gays, and girl bands, but it's the four G's, apparently, because we've got gossip girl involved as well. So. <laughs> I'll talk about girl bands till the day I die. I'll me speak too. about girl bands whatever you want. You're in a better position than me because you can't sing, but there's a chance that you could be in a girl band one day just because you're female. So you've got one up on me. Well, mum told me that I can sing, so. I'll never forget the one day that you were sat in the back of the car singing and I must have been like, I don't know, like 14 and mum turned around and went, Amy, you've got the voice of an angel. And I went, just to stop you there. No, she doesn't. <laughs> never forget it. Go on then, if you can sing so well. Do as a bar, sing, <laughs> sing us out, go on. <laughs> sing whatever you want. <laughs> on that note, we will end this episode. <laughs> Well, thank you for joining me on what is the first official episode of That's Gossip. I hope you enjoyed time. yourself. Uh, thank you, I did. And invite me back when you're really, really famous and you've got loads and loads and thousands of listeners. And we'll do okay, so I'll, I'll invite you back tomorrow then, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> okay.